I'm Joe Malerba, and this is The Morning Brew. You're listening to Anchor by Spotify. Thank you so much for all the listeners out there. We've gotten some amazing feedback. Um, I think we've been doing this now for a little over a year. It's almost two years uh, with The Morning Brew, and I truly appreciate all the feedback that we're getting. And I hope that these episodes, these little mini episodes, help you in some way. Um, Certainly, there are so many podcasts out there, thousands and thousands of podcasts. So I do appreciate that you found The Morning Brew and that uh, you are a loyal listener. So in our last episode, uh, we talked about how forgiveness is actually a process, not a singular action. Of course, that begs the question, what is the process of forgiveness? We get so many emails regarding this topic of forgiveness. And so today, um, we're going to take a look at what is the, uh, the, the seven, what are the seven steps or seven pillars to achieving true forgiveness. There are a myriad of approaches to understanding this process and making sense of it, um, certainly in its unique situation or context. It all depends on you know, your situation. It's not going to be the same for you as it is me in terms of how we get there, how we let go and how we forgive. So let's take a look at some of the steps to forgiveness. Consider these steps to true forgiveness, a roadmap of embarking on a passage to meaningful forgiveness that will help you find resolution and ultimately some much needed peace. In the book, the Ultimate Forgiveness uh, by Dr. Richard Kind, he breaks it down in seven steps or pillars of forgiveness. And again, we have talked about many, many times on the show, forgiveness is not something that occurs overnight. It's certainly not always easy, but it is attainable. Might I also recommend uh, some additional books on the subject matter of forgiveness. There's a great book written by number one New York Times bestselling author, Lisa Turkerst, uh, titled Forgiving what you can't forget. Discover how to move on and make peace with painful memories and create a life for yourself that is beautiful and meaningful once again. Also, Forgiveness, How to Make Peace with Your Past and Get On with Your Life by Dr. Sidney B. Simon, another great book uh, on forgiveness. And certainly there are a lot of books out there on this topic of forgiveness. Let's take a look. Uh, we'll take a deep dive now in what we call the seven steps or pillars to true forgiveness. Step one, acknowledge, right? Acknowledge the hurt. Who hurt you and why did they do it? What is the context of the situation and how long ago did it happen? Step two, consider. Let's consider how the hurt and the pain has affected you. The word consider is key here because it involves thinking before making a decision. Oftentimes, we get so hurt and so so built up by the hurt that we could make some decisions in haste. So before you decide on whether or not you will forgive the person, consider the negative feelings you've acquired since the incident. How has the pain changed you? How detrimental was the person's mistake to your life or someone else's life? And then step three, it's all about acceptance. In most, most cases where we confront something, whether it be an issue or a conflict, we'll always get to that point of acceptance. Accept that you cannot change the past. No matter how much you wish that this pain would be reversed, it's time to admit to yourself that your anger toward that person won't redeem what they've done. It's during this step that you must thoroughly and thoughtfully consider whether or not you want to forgive. And most people do. 
So when we get to that point of forgiveness, where do we go from there? Well, step four, determine whether or not you will forgive. This is when the forgiveness process will either begin or end. The, de- the decision should not be lightly, never is. We never make these decisions lightly as it will determine the future of the relationship with that person. So step five, we begin the repair process. Once we've determined that this is something we want to do, this is something we want to move forward on, now we begin to repair. Repair the relationship with the person who wronged you before any act of forgiveness, reconciliation, or rebuilding of any relationship has to take place. You must first rebuild the connection you used to have with this person. In most cases, you will be the instigator of repairing this. But if you have thoughtfully engaged in the previous four steps, then there's a higher chance of success. Note that you are repairing the relationship, not restoring it. It will likely take more time for this relationship to return to normal, whether it may take uh, days or weeks or months. It's certainly not going to be an overnight process. Whatever that may look like to you and your circumstance is going to be different. So acts of repairing can include some kind words, maybe just you know a few kind words, some simple gestures, or even gifts. Getting to that point where these two people are going to meet and connect or have a conversation to start the repair process. Learn, step six, very important. Learn what forgiveness means to you. Up until now, you've probably thought that forgiveness is more of their benefit. It's more for their benefit, not yours. But once the relationship is on the path of restoration and you've given yourself time to accept the reality of the past, it's clear that forgiveness is a way for you to find closure. And that's what it's all about. Closure that means something. You want to be able to close that to that circle and get to a point where you really are making strides in this forgiveness process. So learning is definitely part of the mix. It's recognizing that there is going to be a an end result. And what will that end result be? Well, that's step seven forgive. That's the ultimate process, the the pinnacle of forgiveness. Forgive the person who wronged you. In some cases, this will be silent. You may be compelled to verbally forgive the person, even if you do not expect a kind response. But if you have followed through on all of these steps, then their reaction won't really matter. What will matter is that you have found a way to let go and move on. So, Ultimately, what could happen in this circumstance is that you may never have a relationship with this person. You may never have that connection that you once did, but you have gone through the steps of determining, learning, repairing, growing, and forgiving for you. It wasn't for their benefit. It was so that you could move on and that you could forgive them in whatever way, shape, or form that may be. And in the end, It's really all about being able to let go, letting go of the baggage, letting go of the negativity, allowing yourself to be freed of the stresses caused by not being able to confront and forgive them in the hopes that you can bring yourself to a better place. And that is ultimately where you want to be. You want to be in that better place to say to yourself, I've done everything I've could here to repair this relationship. And in some cases, you may, 
And wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great to just move on and to know that now the two of you are in a much better place? You know, you you may have been friends before. You may have been uh, in a relationship with them before, and you could never get to this point, this this point of forgiveness. And now you're there, allowing yourself to be freed of the stresses caused by not being able to confront them and forgive them. And now you are there. You're in that better place. I'm Joe Malerba, and this is The Morning Brew.